we've been considering, haven't we, the, the different aspects of God's will. Um, and we could break those down into, into three sections. Um, we've thought about God's decrees, the things that will not change, the things that God has said are going to happen. And th- those things are going to happen, whatever happens. We've thought about um, God's precepts, things that, um, that God has said are his will. God, things that God wants us to know about him, things that God's commanded, um, things that we can know about God from reading his word. And, and Dave took us through some of those just now, didn't he? And we've also considered what we might call God's disposition, God's character. Um, and from knowing who God is, from reading God's word um, and getting closer to God, we can know those things. We can know the things that God wishes and God, God wills because of who he is. Um, the example we've just had is, is an example of that. Um, God wishing that all would be saved. That's because of God's character and who he is. Um, so just to, to wrap up, really, um, we're just going to take a few minutes to think about how these things influence how we live for God. Um, what is God's will for me? What does God want from my life? And what does God fundamentally want me to do or to be? And this is so important, isn't it? Because um, no matter what our understanding of God is and what his will is, um, it's, it's, it means very little if we can't put it into practice and if we can't apply it to our own lives. Um, and it's what we've been created for. God created us so that we would give him pleasure. Um, so we need to have this as our focus, the primary objective of our lives, that we are giving pleasure to God, we are in line with his will, and we are, we are doing things that please him. So... Um, and a, a kind of umbrella for this, this topic, thinking about what God wants from us, what God wants from me and you. Um, you could say that the main purpose of our lives is to be like Christ. Um, we have a verse in, in Romans chapter 8, we've already been, been there already. Um, verse 29 says, For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. So we have it there, don't we, in black and white, that um, we've been predestined, those of us who have been called, have been predestined to be conformed to the image of Christ. We've been called, justified and glorified by God. And so as a response, he wants us to be conformed to the image of his Son. And the reason that he wants this from us is that Christ, when he was on this earth, um, was the template for who we should be. Um, We read in Matthew chapter 3, verse 17, that God said of his son, in whom I am well pleased. So if we're wanting to please God, that's what we're aiming for, isn't it? That's that's the template. Jesus lived the perfect life, and God was delighted in his son in every way. And God paid the ultimate price to redeem us from the, the punishment that we deserved. As we've been thinking, some of us, the ones who God has chosen will be saved and it's because of the sacrifice that Jesus made for us. So our response from that surely must be that we want to bring pleasure and glory to the one who, who saved us from, um, from the punishment that we deserved. So if that's the goal, then how do we go about accomplishing that? Um, I've got three, three points here that we can consider to, to try and do that. And the first one um, is knowing God. And we've touched on this this already, but um, when you get to know someone, you learn their likes and their dislikes. And when you really get to know someone, you know those likes and dislikes to the point where you know what someone would like 
even if it's something that they haven't specifically told you, you could say about someone, if you were buying someone a birthday present or something and you knew them really well, you could say, oh, I know he'd like that, or I know she definitely wouldn't like that. Um, and that's where we want to be with God, isn't it? That's, that's really what we're striving for. If we want to dedicate ourselves to pleasing God um, and doing his will, then we have to know him before we can even start to do that. Um, we have to learn about his character. And um, as Dave took us there, we've, we, we have to be reading his word to do that. We have to be spending time thinking about the things God's told us. And we have to spend time in prayer to God so that we build that relationship with God. We get to know God. We get to know who he is, his disposition, as we've been thinking about. Um, and that's, that's one way in which we'll, we'll get to know what God wants of us. Um, another way in which we'll, we'll be conformed to be like Christ and so be pleasing to God is in our service. Um, many of us here are from, from Manchester Church and uh, we had a, a talk on Tuesday um, from, from Steve Seddon about um, being stretched spiritually, stretching ourselves in terms of what we do for God. Um, and that's, that's kind of thinking about the way in which we exercise, um, exercise ourselves in terms of pleasing God. Um, and an example of this we have in, in God's Word is the Apostle Paul. And the Apostle Paul lived as a follower of Jesus and he was constantly striving to do more and more for God. And you could say that he had an insatiable appetite to do the will of God. Um, and it says in Philippians chapter 3, Philippians chapter 3 verse 10, I want to know Christ, yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already obtained all this, or have already arrived at the goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. So it's, it's, a, it's an active thing, isn't it? It's a pressing on, it's a, it's a pursuing. Um, we want to be like Christ because we want to please God. But if, to become like Christ, it doesn't just happen once we become a Christian. It's something we have to pursue and work at. And uh, considering all the things we've thought about already, reading God's word, finding out his will from his word, finding out his will from his character. Um, we're pressing on, we're striving to, to find out what this is and to do it more and more every day. Um, and perhaps that calls us to evaluate ourselves and be frank with ourselves about where we are in terms of serving God and in terms of emulating Christ. Um, perhaps you're very active at church, um, and perhaps you, you go to lots of things or um, you, you know, you, you're in attendance to lots of church services. But perhaps you leave that relationship with God at church. And then when you go home, you're, you're a different person. Or when you go into work, you're, that, that relationship with God isn't visible. Um, perhaps you could, you could say that you're coasting. Perhaps there are avenues of service which God wants you to be involved in that you've never considered before. Um, perhaps you're, you're not involved in, in serving God at all. Um, and these are all things that, that we need to be honest with ourselves about, aren't they? Um, so we can ask God to reveal to us um, what we can do to glorify and serve him better. Um, it's an evaluation process, as we've thought. It's, it's looking at ourselves um, honestly and, and in a real way. But God, um, God will reward us for doing that and will reward us for, for seeking what he wants us to do. Um, so we're to ask God, we're to pray to God to show us what he wants us to do and then to be on the lookout for his response. Um, and through doing this, through, through continually pressing on and, and seeking to, to serve God, 
we'll become closer to God and we'll become more like his son. And that leads into just the, the third point there, um, which is our character and, and who we are as a person. And again, Jesus is the template for this. We have the perfect example of how God wants us to be in terms of our character, don't we? And uh, a verse in Philippians chapter 2, verse 5, says, In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. So we're encouraged there to have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. And we have a list of of attributes of who Jesus was. He was humble. He was not self-serving. He was self-sacrificial to the point of death. And and we have all these things written down for us about who Jesus was. And we're to to be honing ourselves to have that same character, the same characteristics as Christ had. Um, Just to to conclude, really... um, Dave touched on this in his talk, but sometimes we can struggle, can't we, with um, what God wants for us in very specific circumstances. Uh, perhaps personal matters are, are, are a good title for this, but um, does God care about things such as where to live, what job to take, who to marry, if anyone? Um, and we've been thinking about the grand scheme of things, as David took us to at the start, and um, God's precepts, but what about these seemingly lesser things? Perhaps these are lesser in God's eyes. Um, are these things for us to figure out for ourselves um, or does God have a view on them? Um, but we can take comfort in the fact that although God is the eternal God who created all things and, and has the etern- our eternal destiny in his hands, as we thought at the start in our first talk, at the same time, he cares about our worries and he cares about our problems. And he cares about the trivial things that keep us awake at night and, and the things that we can't get out of our heads. And he hears us when we're struggling. Um, another verse that, that uh, Dave mentioned in his talk, Matthew 6:33, um, has that phrase that Jesus said, "Seek first His kingdom and His righteousness." So this is the thing to remember when we think about struggles that we're having, personal issues where we think God doesn't care. Um, God knows what we need, and He knows the things that we want, and He knows the things that are best for us, better than we do ourselves. Um, and Jesus says earlier in that chapter, in Matthew 6, Why do you worry and run after all these things? God knows what you need. This is a, a, a paraphrase of that, really. God knows what you need. Just concentrate on pleasing him, and everything else will fall into place. Um, so we have, what, as Dave um, encouraged us to do, we have to put God first in all things, and these things will fall into place. But still we have that privilege of bringing our cares to God, don't we? <clears throat> Um, we know that he'll help and guide us, even with the, the things that seem small. If we bring them to God, he'll help us. Um, and he'll open and close doors for us in line with his will, if we ask him to. So we might be worrying, should I take this job? Should I, should I, uh, should I move here or there? If we bring them to God, he'll open the right doors for us, and he'll close the doors where he doesn't want us to go. Um, and a verse on that point is, is James chapter 1, verse 5, which says, If any of you lacks wisdom... You should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. So God hears when we need his wisdom, and he'll give it to us. Um, So just to to conclude, um, a verse in Matthew chapter 7, verse (coughs) 7. 
says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. So that's an encouragement to us that um, if we seek to know God, and we seek to know his will, then he'll make himself known to us. Um, and, and that seeking will, will be rewarded with, with answers from God, and guidance from God. And just a verse to leave us with, in Hebrews 11, verse 6, um, has the phrase, he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So may we be seeking God's will and, and seeking to, to please God, and he'll reward us for that.